welcome back to your gamer's favorite gamer's podcast with your host, Scott and Adrian. Welcome back to another episode of Insert Coin to Continue. As always, I'm Scott. I'm Adrian. And I'm JJ. How you doing, guys? We brought uh, JJ back because he really brought a fun element to uh, the cast, and we really enjoyed having him. So uh, we're going to make it kind of a permanent thing. Thanks for having me back, guys. I really enjoyed being here last time, getting to talk about you know one of my favorite games of all time, Final Fantasy VII. And uh, hopefully I can bring some to this podcast. Maybe not necessarily that it was missing, but an ingredient you didn't know you needed. That little bit of something, an extra. A little salt bay. You know, is that something that Xbox is always missing? The games. The games. <laughs> <laughs> that aren't called Halo. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm a pretty big Halo fan myself. I mean, I'm extremely excited for Halo Infinite. It's coming. Speaking of excited, they announced Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remaster. But not Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 and 4. I. Oh, come on, Dark Maul and Django Fett. <laughs> They'll get there eventually. Let's take what we can get. Eventually. I am super, super excited because that was another game from my childhood that I poured endless amounts of hours into. Yeah, jokes aside, I'm pretty excited for it too. I think what was really cool about the announcement was that it was announced on his birthday. Yeah, and from the looks of it, the soundtrack is pretty much the same. That's, for the most part, yeah. And that's... Again, nostalgia, like for sure. Uh, you know, going through the the inner or the announcement video that they had out there. You know, I remember being a little dude on, on my PlayStation and doing the, um, the that demo level that came on your demo disc, and just you know having a ball all two minutes of it before I had to go back through the menus to reload the game. Jump through the helicopter that's hanging above. That's right. You know, get through up into the secret room above the vert ramps. Got to find the secret tapes. Yep. Yeah, you got to spell skate. Uh, imagine my surprise when there was a whole game. Right. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to keep the uh, the perfect balance code and all the, all the little codes. Oh, that would be really nice yeah. to have all the cheat codes come back. Yeah. Oh, that was a good time. There was a lot of people t- talking about how, you know, if this succeeds, then what about, you know, like I said, Pro Skater 3 and 4. And then I was like, well, yeah, I would love that. But what about Underground 1 and 2, American Wasteland? Project 8, all of those. Like, those are some of the OG skating games. Yeah, let's hope they don't do Tony Hawk Ride, though. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a little bit too much. Uh, I think they're, they're going to go through all of the, you know, the essential titles from PlayStations 1 and 2. You know, we just got 7 and the massive success that it enjoyed. All the hype that's behind Tony Hawk. Um, you know, my daughters, we went through... The Spyro Trilogy remastered. Oh, that was and such a blessing. All of those cheat codes were enabled still, and is, to the best of my knowledge, on a lot of the GTAs, you know, you, you turn off all of your achievements, but a lot of the codes still work. So I, I would anticipate that most of the, you know, the nostalgia of, you know, up, down, left, right, R1, R2, L1, L2 are all going to be there. That'd be really dope. I think it's what they realize is nostalgia really does, in fact, still sell. Oh, absolutely. Because... They're, the group of gamers got older, now they have the buying power. Yeah, that's true. So you bring back things from their childhood, and, you know, it's like the, their kids all over again. Yeah. With adult money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
I work an adult job so I can have adult money, but the thing about having adult money is I buy kid stuff. Absolutely. Right. Yep. Pushing the, pushing the economy ever forward, guys. Just remember, if anybody ever asks us if you're going to stop being a gamer, you stop talking to that person. Exactly. You don't you need, need that kind of negativity in your life. That's a fact. <laughs> Outstanding. Yep, so Tony Hawk, definitely looking forward to that. Like you said, the, the soundtrack was going to be one of the most important aspects. Oh, of, oh. I mean, the game, the skateboarding, that that's great, and that that is the game. The secret characters, don't forget the secret and the characters. Secret characters. We need to have Spider-Man in it. Uh, but the, the soundtrack that was just pounded into your head as you're trying to find that last E because you <laughs> chaptercheats.com throwing it back oh, I remember they didn't have the section on that level just yet so I remember Cheat Code Central more than I remember I Chapter was just Cheats. about to say Cheat Code Central <laughs> that, was, that was the one there how cool would it be though if we get Spider-Man in the game again but instead of the older costume we get the new PS4 Spider-Man that'd costume. Be, yeah. That'd be that'd awesome. be really cool. For the one-time low price of a dollar and 50 cents at the PlayStation <laughs> store you too can live out your dreams. Well, yeah. They they got to make a little scratch on the side. And I I'm not one to complain about a dollar 50 guys here and there but you know it if say we get this at you know our regular introductory price for a game of you know, 60 bones. Yes, you're getting two games, but you are going to drop 60 bones on this game. Right. Well, on a remaster. What's, what's going to stop yeah. you from dropping a dollar fifty? Exactly. That's. I'm already wet. I might as well go swimming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so overall, what have we been playing lately? What What games have we sat down and either started or restarted? Um, well, last month, uh, the Bioshock collection was free on the PlayStation Store, so I picked that up, and I've started playing through that. Um, I forgot how overall just visually dark that game is. Very much so. Like, I'm playing through sections of it, and all of a sudden I'm taking damage from my right. I turn, and it's pitch black. I can't see nothing. I have to wait yeah. for them to shoot again so I can see the flash. Yeah. Like, even if I turn the brightness up, you still can't see them. Yeah. But, you know, it's nice to go back through and play through that. Um, eventually, I'll get through all of them um my kid watched me play a little bit of it and she's like dad this is creepy <laughs> yes it is especially very good job so. especially with when when little sister and big daddy are, are running around yep well, that sounds like that paid for your your plus membership right there oh yeah i mean three games right oh yeah yeah so even at 20 20 bucks a pop Boom, value. Anybody who doesn't have the Plus membership is missing out. Well, and what, a month a month or two months before that, the entire Nathan Drake collection yep. was there. So it it plenty well pays for itself. For sure, for sure. Especially with the Bioshock games. I mean, those are some very fantastic games on their own. With high replayability. Extremely high. My favorite, personally, is Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, Infinite's definitely my favorite of the three. Yeah. Uh, for me, you know, uh, I was... After I finished 7... It's been in the back of my head forever to go back and like do all of the side quests for Final Fantasy XV. Uh, and I finally got it loaded up, put my game disc back in, and got it all right back to where I was. You know, I, I remember where my story is. I remember who's important and why. Travel back to the past, go do all my side quests. And I also, oh yeah, you got to drive all over this entire map <laughs> to go do the thing. And there's no, like, hey, phone into the tipster, what's my next hunt? Back to, you know, the town, get the turn your quest in, get your new quest, back out on the road. And 
yeah, it's five minutes of driving, but it's five minutes of doing literally nothing besides replaying Final Fantasy VII soundtrack. <laughs> I, I did find out, though, when I went back to see uh, my main girl, Cindy Holla, that she is more than happy to turn your car into a jet aeroplane that you will immediately crash and die. Yeah, the regalia type F. Yes. Um, the very first time you try to land, you will die. <laughs> it's a promise. Uh, but you know, once you get, get it figured out, you are cruising through the map. Uh, drastically ups, uh, you know the 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 amount you're able to do in, in just a, a regular session. Yeah, I, I need to go back and play it again. It's been so long that I'll have to start it over. Yeah. Um, my wife just beat Final Fantasy VII OG, mm-hmm. and she's about halfway through the remake. So I think once she gets through with that, I'll get her on to fifteen. Yeah, definitely, and. You know, the, the battle system was, you know, it's it's a little different. It's its own thing with how magic works and mm-hmm. switching through the Armagir system. Um, it was very enjoyable, you know, standalone. This is its own Final Fantasy title. Did you to, get the Armagir unleashed on it? Uh, no, no, I did not. I, I have like four that I didn't go get because I kind of went through 15 like you did 7 Remake. Just check the boxes, move on, side quests come later. Um, but... Uh, and after that, I got back onto Borderlands 3 with, you know, just a ton of DLC oh, that, really that they have go. available. I really need to get back onto Borderlands 3. Yeah. I was so hyped for that game. <laughs> I got maybe a quarter of the way, and I was like, I'm bored. <laughs> well, you know, now we've got the, the Moxie's Heist, where you take over Jack's old casino. Mm, I love um, Weatherlock and Hintcliffe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they get married in a Cthulhu Nightmare Hotel. <laughs> that's awesome and level caps 57 now uh you mayhems go all the way up to 10 uh i remember you know getting to end game and being able to like slug through mayhem 3 uh but with the way they've redone all the classes you know some of the new legendaries they've either reworked or introduced um now i'm i'm walking through mayhem 6 uh with a zane that's honestly not all that geared out so, uh, definitely worth getting back into. Um, I, not just for the DLCs, but you know the the new drops that are coming out, the the wicked new builds that are just available. Yeah, I don't know if you saw it or not, but Adrian started up his Twitch streaming uh, about two hours worth of Spider Man yesterday. It was nice. what we call half naked Spider Man. <laughs> it was it was a good time though. We picked up on um, my. Uh, new game plus on ultimate difficulty of Spider Man. I started streaming and. Like, you know, I kind of want to pick a different costume because I was playing with the Spider-Man Far From Home suit. I was like, you know, I really love the suit. I love the black and red mm-hmm. and the big white spider. But I was like, well, let's just pick a different suit. Spider monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Night monkey. Night monkey. Night monkey. But uh, I was like, you know, let's just pick a different suit. So I'm going through and I'm going through. When I got to the one where it's just him in his underwear and Spider-Man mask and my chat was going nuts. Like, oh, yeah, pick that one. Pick that one. I'm like. We're, okay, cool. Yep. Chat wants what the what they want, so we're gonna go with a half naked Spider Man playthrough. And well, now every time I stream it, it's gonna be half naked Spidey on Ultimate New Game Plus. It, it's really yeah. not that hard, really? honestly. So if you get a chance, check him out yeah, on Twitch. Uh, uh, what what's the the link for that? Uh, how do I find you on Twitch? Twitch.tv at the or Twitch.tv slash the Godzilla dude. The Godzilla dude. Oh, and actually, speaking of the Godzilla dude. Uh, MTG Arena, a game that I'm almost personally responsible for financing. <laughs> uh, so they introduced the the new Godzilla Basic Lands uh, in real life. Oh yeah. Um, in you know their own printed money for Wizards, 
But now they're coming to Arena through this enormous, they call it the Arena Open. Like normally me and my buddies, when we played Paper Magic, we'd go down to Dallas and we'd play with 700 some odd people right. for top end money. Well, now they're doing an Arena version because uh, the real world's scary right now. And uh, as a reward for your entry fee, because when you would go down there, they'd give you a play mat. The first thing you get upon entering the Arena Open you get the Godzilla Basic Lands. Really? So those are going to be available for all you arena players uh, for the one-time low price of 20,000 gold or 4,000 gems. Gems being their their paid currency in the game. All right. So, I mean, if it's, got, if it's got Godzilla on it, I'm automatically in. Yeah. <laughs> what else have you been playing, Adrian? Well, I just recently, aside from Spider-Man, I just recently started up a New Game Plus playthrough of God of War. You know, like JJ was saying uh, for Final Fantasy XV in the back of his head, this one was in the back of my head for a while. I was like, the last time and the first time that I played through the game <laughs> was two years ago, and it's it's my favorite video game of all time. But I just, like I said, it was in the back of my head, but my favorite Twitch streamer at Saving the Bees was starting his playthrough on it, and it just really boosted me to finally just say, screw it, I'm going to sit down and start this new game plus playthrough and i gotta be honest like the second i started up that playthrough everything just came back to me naturally yeah i mean i had to kind of get used to doing combos again but otherwise just all came right back to me Mm -hmm. you know the emotions and everything from the story seeing remembering how far kratos has come from the original trilogy all the way oh yeah that's without a doubt one of my favorite series the story, story arc-wise across right. the series. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got a very personal, deep connection to the entire God of War series. So, for a fourth game that I originally said we never needed, mm-hmm. for only for me to play, fall in love with, and finally knock down The Legend of Zelda Majora's <laughs> Mask as my favorite game of all time, down to number two and put God of War in his spot. It was a very special game to me. It's a very near and dear game to me. Otherwise, that game aside... After the announcement of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I decided to get jump back into Assassin's Creed Odyssey and finish up the DLC on that one. Mm-hmm. So right now, I have two chapters in on the Legacy of the First Blade chapter, but before I started the third one, I decided I was going to go ahead and complete the Fate of Atlantis DLC and get all of the upgrades and cool new abilities from that one and then go close out the uh, Hidden Blade DLC. So, like you said, they announced uh, Valhalla. What, oh, I'm oh, I'm very excited for that one. The memes. Yeah. <laughs> well, not just the memes, but like Assassin's Creed is back, and they're going to Norse mythology, which is arguably cooler than Greek mythology. Yep, I would have to agree too. Uh, the thing that's going to be interesting for me to see. I'm not a huge Assassin's Creed fan. I have a passing familiarity with it. So that's the same way I am. I played yep. through. The first one and like three quarters yeah. of the second one. Yeah, I mean it's it's an amazing series. I mean just the the story that's within each of the sections. What I want to know though is how are they going to reconcile you know this berserker Viking combat style with you know the assassin lifestyle. So that'll definitely be something I'll I'll be very interested to see. It, it's gonna it it is gonna be interesting to say the least. But I mean I think they're gonna do a lot of they're gonna draw a lot of similarities. From Odyssey, because in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you're playing as not necessarily a Spartan soldier, but I mean you're descended from 
heavy Spartan lineage. I mean, mm-hmm. you're Leonidas's grandson. And if anybody knows their Greek mythology, they know Leonidas was the Spartan soldier. Right. Like, he was the biggest ultimate badass back then. I mean, who hasn't time. seen 300, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> People who have done themselves a disservice, that's right. right. <laughs> I mean, in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you can literally Spartan kick someone off a cliff. Like, you have an ability that says Spartan kick. <laughs> <laughs> And Talk I just see myself this. doing my best Gerard Butler uh, <laughs> impression before I kick someone. I mean, like, it's it's a very fun game. But the thing about Odyssey was, it was, I think that was the game where Ubisoft and the Assassin's Creed series as a whole was beginning to lose sight of what it was. Yeah. Because for the first set of games, you know, from Assassin's Creed 1 all the way to Syndicate and arguably Origins... The whole game series was centered around this, the assassin ideology, yeah. assassins versus Templars, and now they went to Odyssey and they went further back in time before any of that existed. Yeah. So now they're going with Vikings, and I'm going to assume the assassin order is actually something in this one. Mm-hmm. So, it, But, you know, it's going to be interesting, like you said, to see how they take a warrior like a Viking who's all about running into battle head first, axes swinging, yep. fire starting everything, to being an assassin with a hidden blade and yep. stealthy. Now, do you think some of the getting away from its roots came from its release schedule? Because those came, those games came out yeah, almost were, like they, Call of Duty. Yeah. So. Not almost. They were coming out like Call of Duty. You could always expect an Assassin's Creed and a Call of Duty every year for the longest time before Ubisoft finally said, we're taking a break. <laughs> and I think they finally said they were going to take a break because the... Well, what's the word? The response to Syndicate at the time was polarizing, to say the least. I mean, that's where the fatigue really began to Mm -hmm. set in, and people were beginning to voice how tired they really were about the series. Yeah. Um, Another major announcement that is going to change the face of games completely, Unreal Engine 5. Absolutely. That wow. was worth wait. That was worth waking up that early for. That <laughs> yeah. was really cool. Um, yeah. And remember, that was all on an actual PS5. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I, I being you know the the kind of the the slow guy when it comes to the tech specs of this, I had to do a little bit of research and uh, just let me sort of give the the dumb guy version of why Unreal Engine is so amazing. Uh, everything we see in video games is built out of triangles. No matter what it is, it's all just lots triangles. and lots of beautiful triangles. And what Unreal Engine 5 is doing is it's bringing in a, a system called uh, Nano NanoSight. Mm-hmm. And it's you, you'll be looking at a rock wall in, in the trailer that they were explaining all this on. You know, just this cave. And the cave that you're looking at is comprised of one billion triangles all compressed on top of each other, complementing one another with colors and light refractions and things like that you know unreal engine 4 was was nowhere close to that for its time 4 was amazing right but now we're on this new generation we've got hardware that was inconceivable a decade ago so the thing that makes unreal engine 5 so amazing is the the number of triangles it can render not just at a time but seamlessly as you go through the game from cutscene to playability I mean, I was I was really more or less fanboying over the entire Unreal Engine Five reveal. I mean, I'm I was watching it. I'm just like, if that, for one, that tech demo better end up being a full game. <laughs> I was like, I really want to play a whole. 
what I really liked about it was it looked like, I want to say Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. but crossed with Final Fantasy almost. Yeah. With, the, with the light ball. Yeah. yeah. The light ball, the abilities to fly and everything. Yeah, that, that, that was, flying thing was pretty fucking sweet. And, I mean, imagine a Superman game like that. Yeah. But, and going through your game and, you know, when you get to do wickedly cool things like that in your game, that's that's a payoff moment. That's a, a dopamine dump in your noggin. So, yeah, being able to play that game, I, it looks like it has stellar mechanics. So, But, I mean, obviously, what we, what we need to look at is, like, that's going to be this next generation's future. Mm-hmm. So imagine all these games that we're really looking forward to, you know, the next God of War, the next Spider-Man, the next Horizon Zero Dawn, the next Grand Theft Auto. They could all be built off of this engine. Yep. The great thing about it, you know, the immersion level for this Unreal Engine 5 is just going to be turned up to the max because PS5 is going to ship with two solid state drives that, according to, you know, a lot of the articles I've read, are eliminating load times. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's going to be you know a hallway where it sort of helps helps you get to the next area. Still, they're not getting rid of that, but you know the loading screen that you know gives you time to check your phone, reply to the wife, yes, baby, I love you. Those are gone. So <laughs> sorry, babe. <laughs> so the just the insane level of graphics that are going to be available, the zero load times to break up your immersion. I PS Five is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Dude, we haven't seen. I, I called GameStop today and I said, put me on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I called him and said, hey, well, put yourself on the list. Because <laughs> that's something I found out today that GameStop and probably every other video game store in the States is going to do is they're going to cap off the reservation units. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not on a list and you can't come in and put at least a down payment on it to start a pre-order for, the, for any of the new systems, the... Yeah. The Series X or the PS5 or whatever the hell Nintendo will have coming out, if they have anything come out soon, if you can't get a pre-order set on that, you're done. You're going to have to wait until all the pre-orders are done and the actual system launches and pray to God you find one for sale. You know, pushing into, you know, May, June type time frame when more units do eventually become available. I mean, you could expect to see similar things like you run into with the new iPhones where there's just not... The physical capability to push out the demand, oh, especially yeah. in this in these trying times that we're going through right now. Mm-hmm. Still, like there are probably only the companies are probably only putting out a limited amount of units right now. Yeah, and there's a zero percent chance that I'm not getting a day one unit. <laughs> Definitely. But I mean, another really cool thing about the Unreal Engine is the company themselves went out and said that they're going to be waiving the first one million in one million dollar in game revenues. So what that's saying is that if any if any aspiring developer or game creator out there decides to use the Unreal Engine 5 to mm-hmm. make their own game, they can put it on Steel. No. Steel. First of all, I was thinking of Steam, but no, <laughs> not Steam. As long as they put it on the Epic Game Store uh-huh. and then they sell it, they keep every single cent that they make off of it. Yep. Wow. And they don't have to pay a single dollar or cent in royalty fees that first one million. for that first $1 million. Wow. So if they make $1 million, that's theirs. That's fantastic. Wow. That's, like, that was a power move. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You know, when on Steam, you know, you've got hundreds of games coming out, you know, every month. Uh, 
but how much of the sales was going back to the creators exactly so yeah. with the the announcement and reveal of the Unreal Engine 5 comes leaks of new games that are going to be on the yeah. Unreal Engine 5 definitely um, um, there's a what was it uh, God's Fall yeah God's Fall which I'm pretty excited about that Pretty excited about that. And you yep. see, I heard leaks, and all of a sudden, my ears perked up because, as you guys are probably aware of, that you know that's my forte, that's mm-hmm. my field. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a pretty big Square Enix leak that I brushed off to the side because one specific game on it mentioned Unreal Engine Five, and this was at least two, maybe three weeks prior to the big reveal. Yeah. And what that game was was a Kingdom Hearts Untitled project coming out for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Now, obviously, I knew about the Kingdom Hearts Project Oath, which, if I remember correctly, is supposed to be centered around Xehanort. Right. Mm-hmm. So, this Untitled Project, I thought, you know, Unreal Engine 5, this whole thing is most likely fake. Yeah. But <laughs> then we got the reveal. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I have to go back now and look at everything. You know, we got a new Final Fantasy project coming out now called... Final, Pro- Final Fantasy Project Sancto, which is going to be using the Unreal Engine 5. Dragon Quest 3 is apparently getting its own remake. Near Replicant 1.5, you know, any of us that are into the Near series like myself, we knew that was coming. You know, we got the two Kingdom Hearts games, Babylon's Fall, Tomb Raider Eclipse. Now, I don't know if that's actually what the title is going to be, but that's slated to come out in 2021, so I would expect a reveal within the next month or so. Um, the second part to Final Fantasy VII, 2023. Whew. So we got a little bit of time to wait. Yep. But we knew it was going to be at least a year or two. For sure. So. Uh, you know, 2023, it feels like it's so long away, but, you know, compared to the, you know, the two decades before, they've got all of their models and everything built in. They've just got to go in and, and move the polygons around and make the story happen. So that, Three years for a hopefully 100%, you know, polished product. This day and age, not not too terrible. No. But no. I think what we got to realize is that, yes, these may be leaks, but at the same time, none of this is 100% officially confirmed. Right. Anything yeah. could change. They, they very well moments. could move it up. Yeah. So that's why I always say to myself or to anybody that I share this information with, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Right. For sure. I mean, just because Final Fantasy VII Part Two could be coming out in 2023, as the leak suggests, there's nothing stopping Square Enix from saying, mm, we need more time. It's going to come out in 2024. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, something else I, I come across that, that I'm kind of excited for because... I really enjoyed the one on the on the Wii, as did my wife and kids. Uh, for the Switch, there's a new Paper Mario. Awesome. I mean, that's that's something the kids can get into. It's not overly complicated, but it still has a good story to it. Yep. Origami King looks like pretty exciting. Yeah. I mean, I never really got into Paper Mario. I played a little bit of, what was it, The Thousand-Year-Old Door? Mm-hmm. played a little bit of that growing up, but I never did finish the game or really get into it. But... The concept of Paper Mario was pretty interesting, to say the least. Yeah, it, I had a lot of fun with it. The kid, like I said, the kids mm-hmm. had fun with it. The wife enjoyed it. So, you yeah. know, hearing that the new one's going to come out, you know. All, See, the really interesting in. thing about that Paper Mario game was that that was also, and we keep coming back to my forte here, was also part of another uh, Nintendo leak. 
Um, and a lot of people brushed that off up until it was announced and revealed. And part of that leak with the Mario game was a new Metroid game. And Scott, I know you know for a fact that I am a huge, huge Metroid yeah, fan. Yeah. So like, I'm over here like, come on, Nintendo, give me what I want. <laughs> Daddy wants some sugar. I really, I need a new Metroid game, and it's not going to be a remake. It's, but it's definitely not going to be Prime Four. It's supposed to be a new side-scrolling Metroid game. So I'm just like, just give me what I want. I need it injected into my veins, Nintendo. I need to, I need a new Metroid game. <laughs> yep. So, and you know, as we, we were talking about with Unreal Engine Five, you know, giving giving the smaller developers a chance to utilize this you know, amazing new technology. Uh, right now, on the PlayStation Store, they've got their hidden gem sale going on uh, for all of these indie games. You know, not the AAA titles. Uh, some of them seem to be, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, was it Payday Two? Is would would you call that a, a Triple A title? Well, I mean, no, I, but I wouldn't necessarily call it an indie game either. Yeah. Mm. If anything, I would say the Payday series started out as an indie game, but became such a smash hit. Yep. It's all. It's obviously bigger than most. Yeah. It's right now. You can pick up the the Crime Wave edition on the store for five bucks, um, and that's the full game. You know, a little bit of extra stuff uh, in game to use. Um, I pers- I thought about getting into it because it seemed like a fun style of game to play. Until it's multiplayer required, there's no solo player campaign to work yeah. through, and that's cool and all. But I, I don't play well with others. Um, if my mission's gonna fail, I want to be wanted to be because I accidentally switched the rocket launcher because I accidentally shot the bank teller when I wasn't supposed to. Right, yeah. I, I got a little finger twitch. Yeah, we were, <laughs> we were gonna liquid snake, and then we just ended up solidus snaking the whole thing. So at <laughs> you, see, you see the thing is I understood that reference Scott did it <laughs> oh no I got it um, Yakuza 5 uh, it remastered edition is out for 20 bucks on the, the hidden gems um, you know that I've seen the, I've read the storyline actually for these games and they're very intense oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. so I, if you're able to read through the storyline I imagine the game is a slam dunk getting to participate Kazuma Kiryu's story is very worth the Yakuza games are very they require a lot of love and focus to get through mm-hmm. I've only finished two Yakuza games I know for the most part how Kiyu's story goes I don't know how it ends but I know how it goes so far. But the Yakuza games require like a lot of focus to play. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of patience. Yep. Um so there's a an actual honest to goodness indie hidden gem trying the ultimate collection right now for twenty bucks. Uh, I think the base version is out there for like five bones. Um it's a side scroller where you're party of a mage, a uh, knight, and a thief. There, you guys are rolling through the countryside, puzzle solving. All three of your members have you know skills that are going to help you solve certain parts of a puzzle, and you're in control of all three of them simultaneously as you're moving through the environment. Um, you know, if you're a side scroller fan, get on it. Uh, if puzzles are your jam, this is where you want to be. Uh, I, there are 273 hidden gems available on the store right now. I, I haven't seen one that was more than uh, 30 bucks, and that was for, uh, like, uh, the Ultimate Edition for Payday 2. Uh, and then they've got collections on there of indies. Uh, was it four games for $4.50 for your indie collection bundle. 
Um, you know, a lot of these you're going to burn through in an afternoon because, you know, indie developers don't have the resources to build a 60-hour game. Right. They, they don't have the, the bank behind them. Yep. So, but being able to, to burn through some of these in an afternoon for the one-time low price of $3, this defunct, whatever defunct is, it's 74 cents. Normal price, 15 bones. If you're already buying something, throw defunct in there. I mean, for 74 cents, I'll give it a try. I mean, right? And if it's the worst thing ever, I, well, we try. Right. Less than, <laughs> less than a soda at the store. For sure. I think what a lot of people sleep on indie games is because they're not triple big AAA titles. You know, they're not... Like JJ said, sixty-hour stories. Right, but yeah. the thing about and, be, and they don't get the they don't get the press that, that the yeah. big games do. Exactly. So yeah. you know the thing about indie games though is you're not exactly supporting a big company. You're supporting the guy off on the side of the entire industry who's trying yeah. to make it big. Right. Like we've all seen yeah. Grandma's Boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you you might have a team of you know three guys who collaborated to put together this game that's you know ten hours long. And, like, the graphics are very beautiful because they are able to use the same tools as, you know, the high-end studios are. And to, they don't have the constraints where, you know, we have to make this version of a Final Fantasy game. It's got to have these mechanics, otherwise our fans are going to hate us. Your indie games are where absolute freedom reigns. So. Right. It's just somebody's heart and soul and what... Yep. And, you know, speaking of indie games, Xbox had their quote-unquote, big showcase inside Xbox where they showed, again, quote-unquote, gameplay <laughs> of... <laughs> JJ's laughing because he knows what I'm talking about. Or it was gameplay. I yeah. think the only real bit of gameplay I saw was from a game called Bright Memory Infinite. And what that game actually is, is you can play Bright Memory right now on Steam or any other mm. PC game launcher. Bright Memory is made by one single person. Mm -hmm. It's a very short indie game. It's a first-person shooter action game. But I didn't know about it until after I seen this trailer. And this trailer starts out, you know, pretty intensely. I, I honestly got thought it was gonna be Titanfall three, and I'm sitting there watching this whole <laughs> showcase, getting excited because I'm thinking Titanfall three. I'm excited for yeah. Titanfall three, and it turns out to be this whole new thing. I'm like, wait a minute. What was that? It looks fun and interesting, and I looked up its history, and it. I come to find out it's actually an entirely indie game created by one guy who's who got picked up by Microsoft, and now he's got his own team working with him to make it way better than it is right now. Yep. So, I'm so I mean, that's what you're doing when you're supporting an indie game. Yep. Eventually, that one or two person team is going to get picked up by someone else and be able to make the bigger, brighter projects they want to make. Right. Yeah. I will, and with manpower running so low at the various studios out, the big name studios, you know, if there's an indie game out there that, that's doing exceptionally well on Steam or on the PlayStation Store or whatever Xbox version is, you know, they're having a lot of success. Those teams probably get picked up by a AAA studio. Hey, Here's resources. What do you got? Right, and you, then we end up with things like um, Shadow of Colossus, and you know, unconventional titles that for some people, that's the best game in the world for them. That that's their childhood. Oh, that's a very fantastic game. That, Shadow of the Colossus. That's the next one I'm going to dive into. Uh, that was on. That was also on the 
the PS Plus. I mm-hmm. still can't believe you haven't played Shadow of the Colossus until now. Yeah, it was on the PS Plus. That was my two own personal ago. birthday present yep. when the remake came out to myself. That, <laughs> uh, you laugh. I'm serious. That game came out like I want to say the day before my birthday, and I yeah. I was able to pick it up, and it you know it still holds up to this day. There's just I just never got around to it. There's so much stuff that I want to play, need to play. Yep. More stuff coming out. I mean. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima's coming out. Oh my gosh, dude. Do we got the time to talk about everything they showed? <laughs> uh, no, actually, it turns out we know for a fact we have exactly 60 minutes before we have a 15-minute conversation, conversation amongst ourselves. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima, man. That game is... It really looks extremely good. It looks yep. like Sony wanted to make their own Breath of the Wild Mm-hmm. And decided to make it with Samurais. Yeah, because I remember watching that trailer for their big gameplay reveal, and they capped off one part of it showing the main character and like this massive area of the map. Mm-hmm. And my jaw just dropped. I'm like, wait a minute, I can explore all of that. Yep. It's Breath of the Wild all over again <laughs> for me. Speaking of Breath of the Wild, have you heard the Breath of the Wild two? What about it? I was reading it. I was just reading about it the other day. About they were talking about the a new Breath of the Wild that's coming. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I, I haven't I haven't really heard it, about it. Um, what I didn't know what you knew or. I thought what? you knew about the Breath of the Wild sequel. Uh huh. This has been. Yeah, this is old news. So this is like one of these pending titles. Just it TBA. No, it's in development right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it was revealed at E3 <laughs> last year. I missed that memo. <laughs> yeah, no, oh. this is this is very big. Yeah. Outstanding. Well, had, like we mentioned uh, Horizon Zero Dawn earlier. They're looking at, you know, turning out a sequel to that. They're actually looking at That's turning That's something into, else I never got to play. Oh they're my looking gosh. at turning Horizon Zero Dawn into an entire trilogy. Good, sir. Do yourself the favor, because I know you enjoy you some Fallout. Yes. I know... You enjoy shooting things with arrows in the faces. Yes. You're gonna That's you what you enjoy, get to do on Horizon Zero Dawn. Do you enjoy Terminator? <laughs> yeah. Do you enjoy dinosaurs? Yeah. Alright. How about some Terminator dinosaurs? Well, alright. <laughs> Speaking of things that we didn't get around to playing, you've never got around to playing Fallen Order. This Star is true. Wars Fallen Order. It's one that's been recommended to me by anyone who owns a PlayStation. And they, they just dropped new DLC for it. For free. Yeah, for oh, free. free. All of the DLC that they dropped for free was dropped on Star Wars Day. <laughs> and it was literally everything that everyone had been asking for. You know? Yep. Red lightsaber. I was probably one of the many that was at the top <laughs> screaming for that one. I wanted yep. my red lightsaber. You know, you get a Sith Inquisitor outfit. You get your own custom challenge arenas. You get your own battle arena. All of that fun stuff. Uh, well, you get a new game plus. Never been a better time to pick it up than I suppose. Right. You ever played Dark Souls? I hate Dark Souls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I loaned my copy to somebody, so uh-huh. I got to figure out who I loaned it to. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I'm your atypical dad gamer. I've got exactly two hours every three days to play video games. And spending those two hours dying a lot... It's just not how I'm going to invest my video game time. So you don't play Dark Souls? I don't play Dark Souls. <laughs> you know what that means? He just needs to get good. Get, get good, good, scrub. Get good, scrub. Yep. No. <laughs> that, that's every Dark Souls player's mantra. Get good, <laughs> scrub. Yep. Roll. 
Roll some more. <laughs> you, you filthy <laughs> casual. <laughs> uh, so we talk, talk about games that dropped. Um, we'd be remiss if we didn't tell everybody, hey, now's a great time to pick up Grand Theft Auto V on the free. Uh, that got sent to me from a friend on the, was it the, the Epic? The Epic Game Store. Yep. Epic Game Store, Grand Theft Auto Free Base Edition. Here you go, download it. Huh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've had it for... Well, this is for PC. Uh, yeah, just for PC. Um, so if you're cool like me and you wait seven years for a game to just be given to you, now is your time. Um, it's free till the end of the month, the 31st. Yeah. So uh, now is a great time to pick up that game and... Uh, do all of those wholesome activities. <laughs> you know, coming out at the end, actually coming out today was two thirds of the Mafia Remastered trilogy. That's the definitive edition, right? Yeah, we got Mafia Two Definitive Edition. Now, Mafia Two is a very, very fantastic and solid story game. Mafia Three, I never did get to play. Yeah, I made it about three quarters of the way through, and you know, then some other games came out, and I sidetracked off to play those. And, I went back to play three, and my save file disappeared. So oh. sounds like me with Animal Crossing lately. <laughs> so I'll... don't have your fish, the fishing. Didn't have anything when I went back to Animal Crossing. It was all gone. I was like, did Tom Nook just decide to delete my file because I didn't pay him back? Pay your rent, <laughs> or I delete your game. Tom Nook gets his money. Tom Nook is a fed. <laughs> um, I know that I'm, personally, I'm still looking forward to <coughs> Avengers. Yep. Very much so. Yes. Um, I I need to restart my uh, Earth's Mightiest Edition pre-order on that one. Because I had to cancel it so I no. could pay... I had to so I could pay off my... Um, or not pay off, but debit my order for my Final Fantasy VII soundtrack. Because I put them all in the same order. And yeah. I thought that when I would hit debit card now, it would give uh, me an option. On they were debit? Two, yes. Yeah. But instead they debited me the whole 300 dollars <laughs> So I'm like... Customer service, there's been a dreadful mistake. I only wanted to pay for my soundtrack. Please cancel this and give me my money back. I would very much like to eat this month. <laughs> I've got my pre-order paid off and yep. just waiting. I got the, the Earth's Mightiest Edition that comes with the, the Captain America statue mm-hmm. and all the cool goodies. Yep, um, uh, That's one that I, I think I definitely need to get on board for. Um, just seeing how they're going to execute that game, you know, the trailers that I've watched. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a big Marvel fan. I've, I've genuinely enjoyed it. And this might be my chance to sucker my wife into playing through a game with me. Yes. The last yeah. time I actually got that to work was when we played Fable together. Uh, that's a name I haven't <laughs> heard in many years. <laughs> uh, they promised us a Fable 3 forever ago, and then the studio died. But, yeah. Uh, well, I would hold off hope. I would, I would hold on to just a little bit of hope. We'll see what happens next month. <laughs> see what happens next. This is true. It, it, it's announcement season. Uh, everybody's got their new consoles coming. Fable has been making the rounds in the rumor mill lately, and so we'll see what happens. What what an outstanding... Am I going to have to go buy an Xbox again? <laughs> no, Steam, Steam's got you. He Steam, doesn't have a computer. I don't have a computer. Oh, he's not he's not down with the master race. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm a PS4 guy through and through. Same, same. So you know, speaking of PS4 and speaking of releases, we are officially a little under a month. From arguably the PlayStation's biggest release, Last of Us Two. Yep. I mean, it, it's coming up finally. Yeah. We uh, went from we went from it doesn't need a sequel to I want the sequel to 
when are we getting the sequel <laughs> to we got a release date for the sequel to delayed to delayed indefinitely to now it's coming it's gone gold copies are printing they're getting ready to ship out it's coming outstanding what are we looking forward to the most in this big one <sighs> you know i've I downloaded the original one again on PlayStation Plus. Folks, get PlayStation Plus. Uh, I downloaded my copy from there on the free. Uh, played through it. You know, it's it's not your typical running gun game. You're oh, not no. a third oh, person no. god. No. You die. You can die. Limited ammo. You yep. have to be stealthy. And and not. You don't have to engage every enemy yeah. you see. You don't want to. Trust it, me. And no. it's not like Fallout limited ammo where oh, I just I gotta like find the stuff. No, that there's only so much. And you know, grinding through the story and getting emotionally attached to people. The story was was definitely the biggest part of yep. the entire thing. Like that was a game that I did not expect to actually really fall in love with when mm-hmm. I first picked it up and played it through to, from start to finish. Yeah. As far as two is concerned, I want to see Ellie's reaction when she finds out just what Joel did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What she learned, because she's obviously going to learn. Yeah. yeah. She has to, right? Uh, and, you know, it's not going to be like a, a necessarily a straight continuation of the story, but I, I want to see that masterful storytelling in this second one that, again, you get emotionally involved in what the characters mm-hmm. are going through. Absolutely. Now, uh, I can already say, you guys heard of all the spoilers. I have rampant. avoided all spoilers. <laughs> I, I did my best. I very masterfully dodged them. Keyword, I did my best. I'm obviously not going to say anything. But what I learned, it's just... I trust in their execution. I trust in Naughty Dog's execution. I have never once played a Naughty Dog game that has never let me down in terms of storytelling, gameplay, yeah, excitement. Oh yeah. They're a great studio. So yeah, while I don't necessarily agree with what's going to happen, I'm sure Naughty Dog has a reason for why they've done everything the way they have. Yep. Regardless, I have the collector's edition on pre-order with the Ellie statue, everything going on with it. I'm very excited for it. Definitely. Gonna have to take off time time for work on this one. <laughs> time to use one of those video game sick days. Yep. <laughs> um, so call it a mental health day. Hey, uh, wild gunslinger moment here though, uh, guys. <laughs> we did that super deep dive on Final Fantasy VII. That was an outstanding uh, episode, I think, for all of us. Um, if any of you guys want to, you know, hey, suggest a game that we we do another deep dive on, whether it's you know the the first Last of Us or. You know, maybe a new game, new game that's coming out. I think all of us would be, would be game to do a deep dive, grind through the story, and and give another heartfelt hour and ten minute long review. Absolutely, yeah. I'm actually really down to do that for the Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, absolutely. For Just sure. Drop us a, some comments. Yep. Um, you know, be sure to to subscribe to our podcast. You can follow along with all of our shenanigans. Um, but for sure, we we definitely we we thrive off of feedback from from you guys. So, you know, drop it. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you're yeah. looking forward to so that we can, you know... We Better understand the kind of content you want to hear and see from us. Right. This is very much a, a go team uh, situation. We, we can't give it to you specifically if you don't tell us you want it. So 
Uh, like I said, get a hold of us in the comments. Get a hold of the guys on the, the various social media platforms. Uh, and we'll, we'll just keep doing what we do, uh, playing some video games. Absolutely. Um, as always, you can check out our Facebook page. Um, at Insert Coin to Continue Podcast. Yeah. And uh, you can follow me at Superman69101 on Twitter. You can follow me at the Godzilla Dude on Twitter and Twitch and every other platform that you find out there. And jokes on you guys. I have a podcast now with my daughters and my wife that we do called Storytime. Um, you can find us on Anchor. Uh, just search Storytime, and we're, we're one of your first couple results, actually, right now. We've got a couple subscribers. Um, we just put up our second episode yesterday, so you can find me on Anchor. All righty. Well, thanks for being in, guys, and uh, we will catch you next episode. Bye-bye. See ya. Please insert coin to continue.